Hey everyone, Josh here with the NYC Godcast, where we offer wacky wisdom weekly from God's Word. On today's episode, we are asking a big question about big asks, and so stay tuned. So this month, I feel like we're really talking about a doozy, maybe mm. more of a topic, more than any we've done before. Yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about that, uh, but it's a, it's a pretty big one. Yeah. Uh, so bad, but. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so um, depending on you know your theological perspective, this is a doozy, right? So mm. um, if I were to ask everyone at the table, if biblically it's okay to ask of Jesus. Is that the question? Yeah, what would okay. you say? Is it okay to ask of Jesus? I would say yes. 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 Ask him what? Just to ask of him. Just to... Like ask him for stuff? Yeah. Or... Like ask of him. Yeah. Rachel's not sure. The way you're wording it, I feel like there's I know, a trick. Yeah. There's, kind of yeah. a trick. there's always there's a trick. There's always a trick. So I think we would all, mostly those who I don't trust, trust you. God, uh, say <laughs> I trust yes. Him, not you. <laughs> yes, it is okay to ask of Jesus, right? I think mm-hmm. we're settled on that. And yet, though that might be our answer, I think that at least in conservative Bible-believing churches, there's this stigma, yeah. this awkward, That's this stigma. awkward, uh, this, this. It's a back issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's something about this that makes us uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Something about asking too much of Jesus. Like mm-hmm. oh. we know we can ask Jesus once in a while, sort of. Yeah. yeah, we can ask him if we really need to, if we're in a pinch. But we can't be too needy. We can't ask too big. We shouldn't get our hopes up or even expect that he's going to do or give us what we ask for, right? Mm -hmm. In other words, we convince ourselves that God's will is settled. And honestly, what's really the point sometimes in prayer? Because what do we have to do with anything, right? He's God. A. Tozer, also known as W, uh, (laughs) said it best when he said that the enemy causes us to back into our belief system. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that out of a desire not to go too far in the wrong direction, a lot of times we back our way into what's equally wrong in the opposite direction, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think that, you know, in in Bible-believing churches, we don't want to treat God like a genie. We don't Mm -hmm. want to be a name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, phony. Mm -hmm. And so we often tend to overcorrect and we're very hesitant and reserved and cautious to ask anything of God, especially something big, right? Mm -hmm. Am I I on... No, that's one hundred percent. Because you're just like it, it's one of those things where you don't want to be. I, I guess you don't want to make God's will. Does that make sense? So you right. don't want to ask for something and be like, "This has to be God's will now." Do you know what yeah. I mean? And then if it doesn't happen, then you look like you're dumb. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so this month, uh, we're taking a look at what we're calling audacity, which that's pretty great. That's, that's good. good. That's, that's good. pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good. I think we all voted. For that you one. did. Yeah. That was a uh, poll populated topic um of the four of us in, yeah in yeah the group three really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh but anyhow so uh the fact is biblically it is actually okay for a believer to ask audaciously of the almighty in fact not only is it okay but grasp this conservatives <laughs> mm. we're commanded by jesus to ask and keep asking knock and keep knocking right mm-hmm. yep. jesus says doesn't your heavenly father know your needs if you ask for bread, he's, he's not going to give you a stone. Right. If you ask for fish, which I never would, but nonetheless, <laughs> if you were to ask for fish, he's not going to give you a serpent, right? Yeah. And so out of a desire not to offend, bother, or misinterpret God, 
we have put him at an arm's length away and caused a rift in our relationship with the Redeemer. Do we actually believe he is our Heavenly Father who loves us dearly? That's really what this month's theme comes down to. Do we believe that? Do we really believe he wants what's best for us? Do we believe that he desires to give us what we need and even desires he desires to give us the desires of our hearts? Yeah. I think that that's because in our feeble minds we often relate our relationship with god like our relationships with other people mm-hmm. yeah okay so we've all been children to loving caring parents at some point in our life okay? <laughs> mostly <laughs> love you mommy <laughs> but yet like there are times when we like want something where we're hesitant to ask him mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. and because we don't want them to say no. Yeah. That's when you get your friend to ask them. Uh, yeah, yeah. My mom's going to say no if I ask if we want to spend the night, but you, she'll say yes to you. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think in our relationship with God. How often do you ask God if people can spend the night? I was just like, is that why we ask other people to pray for us? Why <laughs> <laughs> you pray for each other? <laughs> He's like, listen, if I said, but if you wow. do. <laughs> that is so twisted. That is not what we're talking that about. That is like a whole new level to this whole thing. But the... <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Never again will I pray for myself. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's all you people. You got to do it. <laughs> I just think that sometimes we may think that uh, if it doesn't happen, like you said, that's like a big fat no. Yeah. And it's something that we really, really, really mm-hmm. want. Yeah. You, you know so, what I mean? So here, here I am as a dad. And uh, the truth is, as a dad, I actually want Julia to ask of me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you're a parent, you can relate to that. The other day, <laughs> goodness, the other day, I walked into the kitchen, oh, no. and she is getting to the age where she wants to be a, a big girl and do things for herself, which mm-hmm. is sad, but it's it's a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. healthy, mm-hmm. and she needs that to happen. Uh, we all need that to you happen. You can't be making her cereal when she's 40. Uh, that's right. And, right, Jamie. <laughs> uh, and so... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Did your mouth make your cereal? You know what? Rachel will pray for you. Uh, so. <laughs> So directed at me. <laughs> so the other the look day, on your face I, was just like, you're like all for it. And, you're like, <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> so the other day I walked into the kitchen and here's Juliet standing on our, she has these little chairs for little people. And she's standing on top of that, trying to climb onto the gas stove oh, and oh. trying to reach a plate or napkin or something in the top cabinet above the stove. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I told her, I'm like, baby, all you needed to do is ask dad. And I would have very safely without burning the house down and yourself <laughs> got you the plate. Um, and so if she has a problem, I want to be there to help her. I don't want her to have to be afraid to ask of me, right? Mm -hmm. I want to be there to help her. I want to be consulted. I want to be considered in the equation of her life. I want her to know that dad's in her corner. Dad's here to help and dad wants to assist. And yet the truth is that there are times when the answer is no, Mm -hmm. right? Right. There are times when, because I love her, Mm -hmm. not because I'm annoyed by her, not because I don't want to be involved, but there are times when... What she's asking for is actually not in her best interest. And so as her dad, I am fully committed to only the best for her life, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So with that in mind as an earthly father, take a look at what Jesus says in Matthew 7, 11. Such a familiar passage. This is the end of the text I just referenced earlier. Mm-hmm. He says this, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him. Mm-hmm. And so we can ask of our earthly father for bread and he won't give us a stone. We can ask of him fish and he won't give us a serpent. But how much more? Will our heavenly father give us good things? Mm. Ask of him. Jesus, who, remind you, is God's son. He's a child of God, right? He reminds us that this earthly instinct that I have to care for my daughter, Mm -hmm. this desire that I have to supply for her, to take care of her, to hear her needs, 
it's actually overly and abundantly supplanted by the desire of our heavenly father, right? Jesus says, how much more? This is actually in the Greek, um, a double superlative. Um, I feel like I need to curl my mustache. A double (laughs) superlative. And so what that means is that Jesus says uh, he's doubling up on the superlative, right? And so Mm -hmm. he said, the Greek really says this, how much is his muchness? How great is his great desire to supply for us more than a heavenly father ever could? Not only does he want to desire for us, but he much, much wants to desire to give us good things. Um, yes. And so uh, take a look at another familiar passage in Hebrews 4, 15 through 16. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Mm-hmm. And so the author here reminds us that Jesus can relate. Jesus knows what it's like on earth. He knows what it's like to live this life, and he knows what that can be like. So then, because he does, because Jesus knows, let us come boldly to him. Mm-hmm. Do we realize we're supposed to ask boldly? Now, not arrogantly. No. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Julia can ask me things in a manner that I'm like, the answer is no, just because of how you asked. Yeah. 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 And I'm not saying God is that way, but... He is a father also. Yeah. Uh, so we'll let you decide. But it, we're not saying ask in a rude manner or a demanding, ex, a demanding expecting yeah. mm-hmm. uh, him to just bark at your orders. Instead, we are to come boldly to him. This is what the word boldly means here. It means freedom in speaking, unreservedness, frankly, open, mm-hmm. without concealment, without doubt, free from fears, confidently, cheerfully courageous, or assurance. I don't think that describes anybody's prayer life. No. For real? Yeah, like yeah. at all. Does that convict like, anyone else? Let me kind of say <laughs> this, but I don't want to say it too much. That yeah. is the point of this month's <laughs> yeah. series is that we are supposed to ask in a manner like this. And yet instead we're like, Lord, please, if you really feel like it, if it's maybe really not too much of a convenience, maybe sometimes only on the, like, oh, I guess, uh, never mind, I forget it on the That's how we all pray. Like, let's be honest, that's how we pray. And instead, the Bible tells us that because of Jesus, because of his completed work, because he knows what this life is at, because he sits at the Father's right hand ready to intercede for us, because of that, let us come boldly to him. Let us come to him f- with freedom of speech. Let us come to him unreservedly. Let us come to him frankly and openly. Let us come to him without concealment, without doubt, free from fears. Let us come to him confidently. Let us come to Jesus ch- with cheerful courage, with assurance. Yeah. How often we do we beat around the bush as a believer? How many times are we passive in our prayers? We're not frank with our faith before the Father. How often are we apathetic about our assurance and we conceal our cares before him? Folks, biblically, the pages of scripture remind us that not only does God care, but he actually desires for us to come before him boldly, confidently, and audaciously. And so when we're really struggling, God wants us to be honest and speak Mm -hmm. freely about it. I was thinking about the story of Job and like, I don't know how you all feel. Sometimes I read them like, oh, Job, you shouldn't say things like that. Like, yeah. God's not going to like that. And then t- God never addresses it. I'm like, oh. Did you see that? Like, he gets under the friends and we're like, I guess they forgot. No. But like, and even like in today's, like, do we realize God has broad enough shoulders? He wants you to share your struggles with him honestly and freely and speak openly about it, right? Well, is it a really a relationship if it's all like fine and dandy and dandelions right. walking through? It's a, fake. Um, and do, do we know boogies. that? <laughs> I was really wanting to see how you're going to swing that back around. Play for her. Yeah. Uh, 
past your pokies means. <laughs> what? It's when your pokies expire. It's from past years. It's no longer. Bushes with the thorns on them. It's, it's past years pokies. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I falling for this? I, I was really trying. <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, so, <laughs> what if we stop reserving our needs and requests? Yeah. Right. What if we stopped like we we bear it on our shoulders, and so we don't ask him. We don't put it on his shoulders. Right. What mm-hmm. if we stopped that? <laughs> what yeah. if we're just like give it all to him, lay it all on him, like lay it re- like let loose all of the needs upon mm-hmm. him? What if we were frank with our heavenly Father? Right. What if we were just honest with him, Lord? I don't like this. Like you did this, I don't like it. Yeah. Are we allowed to do that? <laughs> like, it feels awkward yeah. coming out of my mouth. I don't know about yeah. my past pokies. I, that just doesn't seem like something we should do with God. And yeah. yet here it says, like, frankly come to him. Like, the yeah. word frankly means not a hot dog. So right. does it cheapen, like, is it cheapening how we view him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, not, if, yeah. we, if we realize and stay in awe of what he is and who, who he is and what he can do, like, is by not coming to him boldly, mm-hmm. isn't that kind it's, of like absolutely. cheapening Is cheapening him? and lessening yeah. him? Like, yeah. And I feel like the, the bottom, the underlying factor is here, like, <laughs> whether the words come out of your mouth or not, he knows, he knows, knows them. <laughs> and so you're really praying them whether right. you pray them or not. Right. Mm-hmm. And so why hold it back? Right. Like, well, isn't it like the whole, like, I, my kid's not at the age of where he's back talking me or, you know, disrespecting He just bite you. <laughs> but he, just, he did bite me. But like. He's not at that point yet, but like as a parent, isn't the saying really, you don't have to like what I'm doing. You just have to respect it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you're allowed to come to me and be like, I am upset about this. I don't like this. And you're going to be like, okay, that's okay for you to be upset with it. But you have to respect what my decision Mm -hmm. is. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like you want your kids to come to you if they don't like it. And that token says, ah. Yeah. Quote, uh, quote unquote. Or, <laughs> yeah. That's probably, prayer. Now that sounded like may not go with the teenage years. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Brother Tony Walker uh, was we so so shameless plug here. The NYC just hosted a uh, preachers retreat mm-hmm. over the weekend. Um, wonderful time. Highly encourage you preachers to come to that. Uh, but Brother Tony Walker was there. He had no idea what I was planning to write on the whole weekend. Uh, and ironically, he preached a little message on Hebrews 4, uh, which this is at the end of. Um, and he had no idea about that. Uh, but anyways, we were just standing around uh, as good preachers do. And we were talking about pie. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, a normal conversation. Oh, yes. very. And you would be not believe how much time was spent on pie this weekend. But regardless <laughs> of that. I, I kind of believe, believe it. But he was telling me the story. And as he's doing this, I'm like... Really? That's fascinating. And now we're going to talk about it on the podcast. And so, uh, so Brother Tony or Turnia, if you're watching, this is uh, a true story. So, <laughs> so he was telling us how uh, he just loves pie. Uh, amen. And so he was telling us how his daughter, uh, I don't know when it was, some time ago, she was going somewhere or another. And he asked her if she was going to stop by this one place that sells really great pies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so she told him, yeah, I am. But by the time we're going to get there throughout the day, they're always out of desserts and pie by that time. Like they never make it to the end of the day. They yeah. always sell out. And so she told him, like, I'm going to be there, but there'll be none left. And so he told her, well, if you don't mind, just check just in case. And I really love pie. And so bring me one back. And his daughter looked at Tony and said this, dad, God loves you. And so I know there's going to be a pie there. <laughs> and like he said that, I'm like, that is so audacious. Yeah. Like, like, but he said, I'm like, I mean, that is it, it, like, it like made your gears. Like, but he, but and like, if you know, Tony, like I love the brother so much. I just, every time I'm around him, I just appreciate him so much more. Uh, but he has such a, a humble spirit. Mm-hmm. So one of the most humble people I think I've ever met such a kind, gentle spirit. Like he would be about the least, um, 
what was the word you used? Demanding person right. that I would ever like. If there's anyone I don't think is going to demand of God, it'd probably be Tony Walker. Yeah. And so as he said this, I'm like, interesting. Mm-hmm. And so he goes on with the story and he went on to explain that against all odds, right? Even though it was very unlikely, sure enough, here comes his daughter to the store and there was one pie mm-hmm. seemingly with Tony's name on it. And so she called her dad afterwards and said, I don't know how you do it, but God sure loves you. Yeah. Now here's your pie. Uh, and so, uh, but this is the point. This is what I told brother Tony after he showed that I'm like, that shows, that shows favor on your life. Like what it, the definition of grace is favor, yeah. right? Unmerited, undeserved favor. Tony didn't deserve pie, but he got grace, and yeah. so that's favor. God gave Tony a pie, grace pie. It is the best kind of pie, and so like a magical pie. It tastes like whatever pie you like. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. Uh, <laughs> so, but this is what I want us to grasp. Tony wasn't demanding pie of God. Tony wasn't naming and claiming a pie. Pie! Like, that's not what he was doing. He wasn't whipping it with his coat and saying, make a pie, God. Prove yourself. Like, that's not at all. Oh, I thought you said he said mega pie. Mega pie. Not just a hand pie. I was trying like that, taking his coat, whipping it. But this is not at all what Tony was doing. And yet Tony's heavenly father grasped this, knew Tony's desire of his heart or stomach and <laughs> blessed his life with favor in the form of the pie flavor. <laughs> is that a great sentence? That's a great sentence. So I just, that fascinates me. And the thing is, I believe that story. Yeah. And I believe that's actually probably a more biblical model than what most of us live with this reservedness. Yeah. And so that might seem silly, but then consider that asking audaciously is actually the norm and not the exception in the Bible. I, there are so many examples we could pick from. I just picked a very light sprinkling uh, on here. But I read this this week and I was like, that is audacity right there. Uh, Joshua, he's out fighting the enemy and he's the Bible literally says he's fighting and he looks up and says, God, make the sun and moon stand still. And God made the sun and moon to And the Bible even says, never before, never a time has there ever been when God actually listened to man like yeah. this. Yeah. And I'm like, that's about as audacious as you could be. Like yeah. defying the universe, yeah. defying the solar system, defying gravity, defying physics and everything. And we have a hard time thinking that he'll give peace to somebody. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. For real. like, like that's audacity right there. Uh, think about how God gave Jonah, gave grumpy Jonah a mm-hmm. gourd. Right. And so here's Jonah and and he saw a need. It says the Bible saw or it's the Bible says that Jonah's head got hot. Mm-hmm. There he was burning. And so God grew a gourd mm-hmm. for grumpy Jonah. Mm-hmm. Like one man, one little bitty yeah. grain of sand and his head was a little warm. And so God said, <laughs> gourd. Uh, he sent bread via birds for an exhausted Elijah. And so Elijah's hungry. He's thirsty. And so God says, hey, ravens, go pick up that bread. My guy's hungry. Yeah. Like one little man and one little bird and one little bread. And so God put all those pieces together. We find the the woman with the issue of blood, right? Mm -hmm. And because of her audacious actions, she touches the hem of his garments and she's actually made whole. Mm -hmm. She was audacious enough to act, not just ask, which that's a whole other topic of itself. Mm -hmm. We read of the woman who, um, who had a daughter who was uh, vexed with demons. Mm-hmm. And so she has the audacity to ask Jesus to heal her. Now, this is a Gentile woman who had no right to ask of Jesus, who was a Jew. And so Jesus plain out tells this woman, no. In fact, he tells her like three times, no. With a deeper explanation, much more no. 
And yet, this woman has the audacity to keep on asking. In yeah. fact, she goes on to say, even the dogs get crumbs. And so Jesus tells this woman that her faith, or you could say her audacious, per, uh, persistent willingness to keep asking, mm -hmm. that is what made her whole. Yep. Now, how many of us, if we had demon vexed daughters... There's a terrible punk rock band for you. Uh, if, if we had demon-vexed daughters, how many of us would still have demon-vexed daughters because we're not willing to audaciously ask like she does? Like, oh, he Jesus said no. Okay. No. Yeah. That's the end of that. And yet Jesus tells us, knock and keep knocking. Yeah. Ask and keep asking. This woman persistently, continually asked mm -hmm. of Jesus. And because of that, because of her audaciousness, because of her persistence, her daughter was made whole. Yeah. But, okay, so... Audaciously persistent. In, in my mind, that's like saying great faith. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. Because yeah. you're asking yeah. for something and you're asking more than once yeah. and, and you're not accepting no because you know the person you're asking can do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. So if we believe that, you know, God can do all things, mm -hmm. okay, then why not ask? You, yeah. you know what I mean? And in some way, we may be limited because of our tiptoeing around what we want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, like we want like a whole piece of pie. You know what I mean? But we say, but God, if I could just have a little crumb of that pie, yeah. I would be satisfied. Yeah. Okay, here's a crumb of the pie. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of saying, I want that whole right. What, what kind of pie? A mega pie. I, I want that whole <laughs> mega pie. The God's going to you ask for the mega pie, yeah. you have the mega yeah. pie. Yeah. You yeah. ask for crumbs, you get crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. ask in such a, I don't know. Reserved way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and again, ultimately, part of faith is being okay with God an God's answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so if Tony would have not got pie, Tony yeah. would have been okay with no yeah. pie. Right. But. Also, a willingness to ask. And like that's our point this month. We're not going back to name it, claim it, blah, blah, grab. Like yeah, that's no. not our month's theme. Mm -hmm. But it is this audacity to ask that yeah. we're told in the Bible to have, this willingness to have faith enough to know that he's able to ask him to do it. Yeah. And so we could look at so many examples and down through this week, this month, rather, I'm sure we will. Mm -hmm. um, but this is what we need to grasp. He can handle our audacious ask. Yeah. He wants us to come boldly before him for mm -hmm. favor and mercy. Um, up in that text in Hebrews four, it says, let us come boldly before his throne of grace. That word we were talking about, but that word grace literally means favor. Let us come to his throne of favor. Like, do you see how that changes things? You're not just praying mm -hmm. to God. Yeah. You are. <laughs> Her eyebrows had something to say about that. Uh, <laughs> we're coming. <laughs> Quiet, my children. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> That's going to be the question. <laughs> uh, but God, we're, we are praying. To a throne of to to a God who sits upon a throne of grace, a throne of favor. Yeah. He desires to pour out to us not only favor but mercy, what we don't deserve. Mm -hmm. And so maybe we'd be remembering of that as we pray and as we ask of Him, as we spend time with Him, as we talk to Him. Yeah. May we be willing to come boldly before Him. Well, today's considerable quote comes from Spurgey, and he says this: "Now, if let's try Spurgey again. <laughs> now, if self reliance can make a man, how much more can God reliance?" This latter choice is more justifiable, more humble, more sure, and more praiseworthy. Our own powers can only reach so far and no further, but the divine power is unlimited and unchangeable. Therefore, he who makes it his trust has a force at his back incomparably beyond all others. Spiritual. 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 Today's feature content, this is actually a song from 
Ooh, way back. 14, yeah, maybe? Yeah. 13, 14? Mm. Uh-huh. That was an NOYC song many, many years ago uh, called Pray by Sanctus Real. Was that actually a good song? Yeah, Pre- or 14 would have been Mansfield. So it was, yeah. it was Oak Harbor. Okay, so it would have been 13. So it would be 13. Um, anyhow, Pray by Sanctus Real. Today's trivia, how many times is the word ask found in the New Testament? Mm. 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 Pie. Mega pie. <laughs> it's not found in the Bible. Uh, that should have been the question. How many times is pie found in the Bible? Zero. The mm. answer is zero. Cake. Cake is found yes. many times, but no pie. Mm. Uh, anyhow, how many times is the word ask found in the New Testament? A, 133. B, 127. C, 149. Or D, 564. <clears throat> Today's birthday roundup goes to Courtly, Cor- no, Courtney <laughs> Entler, Uriah Wolf, Tina Hensley, Piper Khan, Haley Blackburn, and Ross Palmer. Happy birthday from the NYC mm. Guy Crew. Happy birthday, guys. Mm. No mail. Ah, uh, tears. Still no mail. <sighs> Say something to us, guys. Comment. We'll just we'll just sit here silently and wait until you do. (laughs) Just seriously, just sit here. It's like Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, tune in next week for all das and me. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and uh, until next week, we'll see. Bye. Bye, guys. Guys, I might fall asleep in my own podcast. If I do, don't do that. Just oh. talk for me. Read it for me. Oh, okay. Just let me sleep, please. <laughs> what if I can't pronounce some of the words you use? Uh, just make it up I like I do. Oh, if I can't do the way I can't either.